Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 23rd of November. Today, the Aussie One Day International side move on from former captain Aaron Finch in style. A new star is crowned at the AFLW Awards Night and the last exchange before two former footballing foes box on for the last time. But first... Well, it's official. The Qatar World Cup has its first major upset. Saudi Arabia, ranked 51st in the world, managed the unthinkable last night and knocked off the world's third highest rated team, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The Saudis came from 1-0 down to score a dramatic 2-1 win, which puts them in prime position to make it out of the group stages for just the second time in the country's history. Argentina, meanwhile, and their talisman Lionel Messi, who explained before the tournament started that this will more than likely be his final appearance at a World Cup, will be forced to fight their way up from the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we're here. The upset of one of the pre-tournament favourites should serve as inspiration for the Socceroos, who, early this morning, depending on when you're listening to this, begin their World Cup campaign against defending champions France. <laughs> The sun is slowly but surely setting on the international career of Aaron Finch. Australia's T20 captain recently hung up the gloves as the captain of the national ODI side and off the back of an unsuccessful defence of the T20 World Cup, many expect that his time at the top of the order for Australia is up entirely. But after the performance of his one-day international replacement last night, Australian cricket could be forgiven for asking, Aaron who? Head goes aerial and goes beautifully. Really strikes it well and clears everything. Travis Head last night planted himself in pole position to be Finch's long-term replacement alongside David Warner at the top of the Aussie batting order after a punishing innings of 152 runs from 130 deliveries, which included 20 boundaries. Cut hard from Travis Head. Wonderful way to bring up his third one-day international 100. Rocks the baby. (laughs) Celebrates in fine style. And he's loving it at the top of the order with David Warner. Head's performance gave him the inside running to open the batting with Warner at next year's ODI World Cup, as he and Davey W combined for a record 269-run opening stand against England, the biggest ever at the MCG. I think they broke my record. Off the back of Head and Warner, Australia posted a monster total of 355, which England got nowhere near as Adam Zampa ripped through the England order, finishing as the pick of the bowlers with four for 31. Punishing 221 run win by the Aussies. But the third and final game of the series was all about that man, Trav, who was awarded Player of the Match honours, while England, who are still buzzing after their T20 World Cup win, have been left to lick their wounds following a 3-0 whitewash series defeat to the Aussies. Oh, no! We suck again! Last night at the AFLW Awards, history was made. Brisbane, a... Anderson, three votes. I declare the 2022 AFL Women's Best and Fairest Season 7 
is Ellie Anderson from the Brisbane Lions Football Club. Ellie Anderson was crowned the AFL Women's Best and Fairest Player for Season 7. And while that might not seem very historic, Anderson did become the first ever player to win the award without being named in the All-Australian side. That changes everything. Of course, Anderson is a testament to the even spread of contributors that the Brisbane Lions have had across the season in their run into this weekend's sold-out grand final against the Melbourne Demons. Anderson finished two votes clear of Richmond's Monique Conti, but wasn't picked in the All-Australian team and was a distant 11th in the Coaches Association Champion Player Award. But none of that matters because Anderson has been a judge the women's game's best player. I'm the best in the world. And while you'll hear plenty of award winners feign shock and surprise when they win, only to pull out a perfectly scripted acceptance speech, that was not Ali Anderson. Thanks to my parents and family and stuff, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, no, obviously I also wouldn't be here without them. Um, so, yeah, absolutely love you guys. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, I really did not expect to be up here. So, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> Thanks to the club. Yeah, when she says she didn't think she'd win so didn't bother preparing a speech, I believe her. Today, the curtain comes down on the career of Paul Gallant, the prize fighter. Oh, look, I don't have much emotion towards it. I'm just ready to go. I've trained hard. Um, just got to get there and do what I can do. And I know if I do what I do, fight the fight I fight, he's no chance to beat me tomorrow night. So I'm just going to get in there and get it done. Gal will step into the ring for the final time in a rematch with Queensland football foe Justin Hodges, who Gallon defeated in September as part of that comical double-header fight where Gal took on Ben Hannon and then Hodges, defeating both fighters in the process. But for tonight's fight, where it's just Gal v Hodges, Hodges has threatened to turn to the dark arts. Probably give a little bit back when he gave to me back home in Brisbane. Uh, a couple of cheap shots here and there, so um, I'll probably do the same thing. I think I'll be working... Pretty hard on some cheap shots. Uh, hopefully the ref stays out of it. Um, like I said, I'm just I'm here to fight. Oh, boy, I've got a lot of power. I've just got to catch him once and he'll drop, which we see him drop in Brisbane quite easily. Um, so this time I'm going to hit him harder. Justin Hodges, who looked in incredible shape at yesterday's weigh-in, has threatened to take tonight's fight to the gutter, alleging he's been working on getting some cheap shots in on Gallon tonight. Not that Gallon appears worried by the threat, particularly when he revealed that his three years as a prize fighter after his football career have seen him pocket over $25 million. And with one last paycheck to cash tonight, how does Gal see tonight's farewell finishing? I'll finish him off. No, he can't go six rounds, he knows that, I know that, we all know that. Um, you know, I've got a good chin, I've been hit by some of the hardest punches in the world. Uh, he did drop me last fight, I'm not trying to take that away from him, but um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll win tomorrow night. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.